0: This is a Cincy Fan Talking with L.P. You can catch me on Twitter. That's a Cincy Fan Talking. You say it like it sounds, just leave off the G. If you have ideas for the show, you can reach me at Cincy underscore Fantalk at Yahoo.com. If you have any suggestions for the show, make sure you leave them there. Who knows, you might find yourself as part of the show any feedback would be definitely appreciated and also make sure you hit the link tree page that's on my twitter make sure you click on that you can find all the different ways to contact me there enjoy the show What's up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of A Sensi Fan Talking with L.P. And, of course, this is your host, L.P. Um, we back at it after a two-week break. It, it was a planned break, you know, Um, starting, I guess we can call it a season one and a half. We kind of in between seasons one and two finally decided to kick season two off in a few weeks got some cool stuff planned don't really want to jump into it just yet but just know we got some we got some cool stuff cooking up for y'all so stay tuned so we'll call this season one and a half we in that in between period so we'll just we'll just go ahead and jump into it you already know what to do click on that link tree definitely check all that stuff out um so yeah, this the whole verdict with 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 George Floyd happened, and on on my Twitter feed, I just I just kept it simple and plain. I put I put no comment because you had people that was upset about how how Derek Shelvin ended up with 22 and a half years, and some people was like. You know, they kind of saw that coming. And for me, and I I can put a point on the kind of simply, and I I don't think it'll take a whole lot of time for me to say it. I feel like a lot of people missed the point with the verdict. And it really doesn't have much to do with the the verdict. It's like this. We live in a system where this has been allowed to happen repeatedly. The, the verdict to me, it, it matters, but it doesn't because we're in a system where this is happening to us on a regular basis and the verdict isn't stopping this from happening. We need to change the system. This is systemic. And one verdict isn't going to stop this from happening. We need to change something in the system. And the fact that he was found guilty, the fact that that was shocking should have told a whole lot of people something. The the fact that we were all amazed at that should have sent signals to everybody. So, I mean, the fact that he got 22 and a half years, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I mean, I I find that a small piece of progress, but we're in a system where it's still scary for us as black people to drive down the street. I mean, th- this is this is real. So, him getting those years, it doesn't bring George Floyd back. Uh, It really doesn't. So until we change what's going on with the system that allowed this to happen and that allows stuff like this to happen on a regular basis, what happened with Derek Chauvin, it it, it matters because that incremental change, it helps. You, You can't really you can't start the change without something like this happening. But in the grand scheme of things, we need more of it because for every Derek Chauvin, there's, there's been so many people that, that get found not guilty or they get hung juries and things like that. So, I mean, for me, it was, it was just a big, no comment. I mean, I, I can't sit up here and just be like, you know, dancing in the streets because of what happened. Because, I mean, throughout my my life, I've seen so many instances where people like that walk away free. I mean, one guilty verdict doesn't change the years and years and years and years of unfairness. Like, Like, it really doesn't. So, I will call it a small step in the right direction because progress starts one step at a time. I I basically see it like that. One step in the right direction. I mean, journeys start with one step. So what I don't wanna see is the journey take two steps back. And we see that happen all of the time. Um, I, I don't wanna see that. And that's what I would say about that. Let's not see this journey take steps back because we see police officers abusing their authority. And, and I will say this. We see people I mean, we see police officers here in Cincinnati doing what they're supposed to do. I mean, we see that. So let's make sure that Police officers are holding themselves accountable, and they're doing the right thing. So we can keep moving in the right direction. That that's what I want to see. So as far as what we saw, I simply see it as one step in the right direction. Let's keep moving in the right direction. Um, as as far as sports, for me, and I I don't, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I. I just hope that this NBA Finals doesn't end up boring like I mean Phoenix versus Milwaukee boring like to me me personally like you got Milwaukee Atlanta, Phoenix, the Clippers i I smell boring. I really do. And you got a lot of people that's out here like, you know, they've turned into Phoenix fans. They've turned into Atlanta fans. I'm like, this is like a huge snooze fest for me. I'm like, this is is bad. (laughs) And honestly, real talk, it started with the NBA playoffs, the first round. And this this might this might just be me, but the play-in rounds made absolutely no sense. It w- it was the dumbest thing ever. Why do you play? Uh, what was it a seventy-four or seventy-game season? Why do you play a seventy-plus game season, and then allow a play-in game between an eight and a nine seed? And then, well, the seven and the eight seed, and then the nine and the 10 seed. And then, if the the loser of the seven and the eight team seed, seven and the eight seed get to play the, the winner of the nine and the 10 seed, that's ridiculous. Why are you playing 82 games and then having play in games? Or why are you playing 70 plus games and then having play in games? What's the point? Why are you playing all of these games? to have playing rounds. Why would you vote for that? That's the dumbest thing i ever heard. I mean, in the college game, I, I think it's dumb for them to play 30 games and then have conference tournaments where some team that's, I don't know, 10 and 12 <laughs> can win three straight games and then make it to the tournament over a team that went 27 and four. And that's the best in that conference. I mean, think about it. Like, really think about it. Like, pretend, I don't know, pretend you're you. <laughs> like, like, let's Like, make us let's make up a scenario where you are you. And you're in a race against five other people. And you're racing for a million dollars. And you get to race six times. You beat five people in a race six times. So you're like, okay, I get the million dollars, right? And then they add a seventh race. So you looking around like, I gotta race. Se- I gotta race a seventh time. I just beat them six times. Why do I have to race one more time? This is stupid. So you decide to race one more time because, I mean, hell, you beat them all six times anyway, right? And then some dumb luck, some bozo beats you one time, boom, they get a million dollars. How upset would you be? Well, at least you beat them the other six times, right? That doesn't count. That doesn't matter because the the last time was worth more than the first six. Oh, well, but you got the regular season trophy for winning the first six races. Hang that on your wall. Congratulations, guy. But the other guy gets to win a million dollars. Sucks to be you. This is basically the NCAA tournament. Like, this could happen. And they have, you know, the at large bids or whatever. But if you're in one of the smaller conferences, you're screwed. Like it's a wrap because your conference isn't good enough for you to get into the tournament. So you could win all of those games. And it's over for you. It's a wrap. You're done. And like it's absolutely crazy. And now the pros are basically doing the same thing. So you battle to get the seven seed. You 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 worked your tail off. Your seed number seven. You have to play the eight seed. You lose to the eight seed one time. So now you got to play the nine seed. You lose to the nine seed. You lose two games. You don't get to play in the playoffs now because you lost two games at the end of the season. Forget all of the games that you won before. That is stupid. And for me, that was the beginning of the end of the playoffs to me for this year. And I feel like it made the playoffs a little bit more boring for me. And as I'm watching the playoffs this year, I'm kind of like it's 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 just kind of weird. And I'm looking at the teams this year that made it to the conference semifinals and the conference finals and I'm like, it, it just it just doesn't it's just not as exciting to me. And I'm not one of those guys that's like, give me the nineties back, you know, give me 95, give me 96. I mean, let's be real. I mean, I I love Reggie Miller. Like I've talked about this on the pod before. Like my, my favorite player was Reggie Miller. Give me him splashing threes in the face of Jordan any day of the week. Like, The 90s was, like, my favorite era of basketball. But real talk, we talking games 78-75 as a final. Like, (laughs) these were really final scores. Like, go look it up. I'm not lying. We talking games 86-83. They they were not putting up buckets. (laughs) Not for real. Compared to then... This is kind of exciting basketball. You know, you're getting the offense up. They're running up and down the court scoring. I mean, they hitting half court three sometimes. Like they really getting it in. But I find myself watching games and like I'm turning the channel. Like I'm watching encore on BET sometimes, like <laughs> during conference semifinal games. Like I'm real I really am. I'm like, it's nine girls in the house. Like how are they managing this? Like, <laughs> Like it's, it's compelling stuff to me. Like, I, how are nine girls in, in, in a house about to sing and, and make a and make a record? Like, how do they really think they're going to pull this off without killing each other? I'm flipping back and forth between these two because I find this more compelling than watching Giannis Antetokounmpo breaking free throws for some reason it's just not as compelling to me. I'm trying to figure out why. And I'm like, maybe it's because the lead in wasn't as good for me because I think that the teams that got in, I don't really think some of them deserved it. Like, like I, I, I really don't like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's that it's, it's, uh, I'm not sure. It's just these playoffs for me, just just haven't done it. There have been moments, I will say that. I feel like, I feel like that Sixer series with the Hawks. That was a really good series. I don't know what happened with Ben Simmons. I, uh, I will say. Ben Simmons has a lot of haters. I feel like people just jump on and off the Ben Simmons bandwagon a lot. I can't say I've been a real Ben Simmons fan. I haven't been really a Ben Simmons hater. I think he plays the wrong position. I don't think he's a point guard. People kind of put him there because he can dribble. I don't don't think he's really a point guard. Once he finds his correct position, I think he'll be absolutely great. But he's getting tore up on social media you know people just hopping on and out the ben simmons bandwagon as an athlete i mean if i was an athlete i would just simply kind of like just watch everybody hating on me and be like i see you like once i get back on top like don't don't tweet me don't don't talk to me (laughs) that would kind of be me that that was a series i thought was really good um and, and, and there were a few others. Um, I feel like Phoenix is, is getting a whole lot of shine. People love Phoenix because they beat the Lakers. People don't like the Lakers. <laughs> but I feel like this. I feel like this. This playoffs um, cycle. I feel like it's really been overhyped. That that's just me personally. I feel like this playoff cycle has really been overhyped, and, and I feel like it's. I just feel like it's due to the fact that we really want some NBA stars. We want some non-LeBron stars. Like I feel like people really need that. I'm not saying we need to manuf- manufacture those stars, but I think right now there's a void with him not being in the playoffs, and I feel like people are trying to fill that void any way they can. So I think they're hyping Players that are really, really good, but they haven't been seen as much. Devin Booker has been good for a while, and he hasn't been seen as much. So I think he's kind of really, really getting built up right now. He's kind of getting that shine that he deserved for a for a while. Because he's been good on a bad team, and he's finally getting noticed. And there's, there's been a couple other people that's been playoff worthy that haven't been getting that shine. And they're using the playoffs as that jumping point. You can't be mad at that. But it's 2021, and it's the NBA, so the fans are just going to kind of build that up. And I think they're using the playoffs as that launching point. But for me, I just don't find the playoffs this year to be as compelling as in previous years. I thought two years ago the playoffs were amazing. I didn't think they were as amazing last year, but I still thought it was pretty good TV because hell, it was TV. Um, I just don't think the teams that are here are as compelling. I think the players are, but I just think and and maybe it's because they just aren't as, as big of a market. Maybe that's it. You know, you just don't see Milwaukee as that as that base that will just kind of capture you, and maybe that's it. I mean, we're talking Clippers, so I I can't see how they wouldn't capture you. I will say, um, of all the teams that, that I really haven't been watching that much, one team that I have been watching a lot are the Clippers. And I feel like you can't count out the Clippers until the Clippers lose. I know they're down 3-2 right now, but until the Clippers actually lose game four, you can't count them out. People will be foolish to say that the Clippers are out of this because they're down. So, mark my words, until you actually beat the Clippers, don't say that the Clippers are down. Even without Kawhi, watch the Clippers. But overall, um... Catch me during the finals. <laughs> That's what I will say. I mean, I have been watching bits and pieces of games, but I can honestly say I have not sat down and watched an entire game from start to finish during the playoffs. I, I just haven't. I mean, it they, no game has grabbed me and had me watch from start to finish. Not yet. Maybe one will at some point. Uh, maybe a game seven will get me to go like, okay, I'm on it. I'm there. But I don't know. I mean, I'm just not there yet with, with this with this playoff cycle. So we'll see. Hey, you got Cincy Fan Talking with L.P.? Be right back in a second. Hi. Hi. I'm Princess. And I'm Queen. This is Daddy. You have to say, and this is a Cincy Fan Talking with L.P. This is a sensitive fan talking with LP Day. Nice job. Mm-hmm. Yo, 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 welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the pod. So, it's summertime. And as a teacher, this is what we call the awesome season because we're not doing anything at all. And as a teacher, I'm quite proud to say that I'm not doing anything at all. Um, Actually, um, doing the school thing, you know, I'm I'm taking classes to kind of further the whole license thing. And I'm binging. Actually, I'm binging Entourage. So I'm literally going to talk about these two things (laughs) in that order, because it's it's interesting doing both of these things. And it is weird how interesting both of these things are. Um, I'll tell you about it. So um, taking my classes, um, I, I realized very quickly that I have been the only black male in every single one of my classes. I've taken five so far. I've been the only black male in all five of my education classes. I I can't say that I'm surprised about it. Um, I always look around and kind of go like, dang, it will literally be just me up in this piece. It, it's been like that for the most part for my teaching career there there has been certain schools where it hasn't been like that like like there there has been schools where there's been I, I would say a decent amount of black men around me but for the most part it'll usually be, me and another one. (laughs) And that's pretty much it. From my experience, normally what happens is it'll be myself and I'll see about five or six other black men there that'll be in other different roles, usually vice principal, maybe principal, things like that. And throughout my career, I'll get asked if I want to do that role. I'll get asked, hey, you know, have you ever thought about maybe you want to think about. And usually people ask me, hey, how come you have never. That's always weird to me. I've never thought about being a vice principal or a principal or anything like that. For one, way too much work. Way too much. I've had times where i had to fill in and do the vice principal role and things like that the stuff that they have to do oh my god no it it's so much it's it's a lot i feel like i'm capable of doing it i I have the skill set it's just so much it's a lot to be a teacher it's so much more (laughs) <laughs> to do that administrative role. And for me, I would much rather be involved with the teaching aspect. I just feel like it's easier to teach a group of kids than it is to have to manage adults. I I couldn't imagine having to manage adults all day. I mean, kids just think they know everything, adults, really act like they know everything (laughs) on a regular basis, at least with a kid at some point, they'll be like, okay, you know, I I really don't know this. So let me sit down and listen. Uh, Adults, they don't have that. And at some point the adult will be like, well, I already know how to do that. So no, I I don't need that. No. Mm -mm." So I'm, I'm in my classes, you know, it's, me and you know I'm, I'm learning a lot of things and one main thing I'm learning is there's a lot of the stuff that we're learning Um, I feel like it's like this for every job it really doesn't matter what the job is I mean you could be I don't know building a car or you could be learning how to fix a furnace. It really doesn't matter. 60% of the stuff you're learning is applicable. 30% of the stuff probably isn't, and then 10% of the stuff you're going like, "Why are we doing this? I'll never do this in my classroom." <laughs> and that's usually how it goes. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be learning anything. That's usually how it goes. And I'm sitting in my classes, and that's how it's going. That's how it is with anything that you do in life. And what you don't want to do is go like, I already know how to do that, so I don't care. Because you'll never know what the 60-30-10 split is. You will never have any idea what you need, what you probably won't need, and what's not applicable at all. You never know because you don't know what the kids in your classroom need. So you got to listen to everything. <laughs> you got to focus on everything. And, and that's the important part you got to remember. Even when you like looking at something and you really want to tune out, you just got to kind of focus and be like, okay, because this might come in handy a little bit later. So that's the main thing I'm focusing on, like just kind of, Thinking about that and remembering, like, look, I might need this a little bit later. So just kind of focus up, LP. And and another main thing I'm thinking about is there, there really aren't a lot of me's around here. And this is one thing I don't need to think about. Like, I, I really do know why. We, as black men, we just aren't taught to think about being teachers. That's just not in our DNA. Growing up, I was lucky enough to have people in my ear going like, you know, this could be for you. Um I didn't listen to those people growing up and I kinda had to, you know, learn that as I got a little bit older, but at least that book was put in my ear. But people don't pull us to the side when we're in school and tell us hey you know maybe teaching will be a good look for you people don't tell us that people don't look at us and say hey this would be a good career for you um people look at us and say hey you know you have a good skill set to be a basketball player or you have a good skill set to be a football player but people don't look at black men and say you have a skill set to Be a teacher or a leader of children and things like that. People don't see us and say we have that skill set. So I feel like, as Black men, and this is something I'm really like kind of putting it on myself to do, kind of identifying people and saying, Look, you know, I kind of see this in you that you have that skill set. Let me point you in the right direction because I feel like that's something that we really need to do as as black men, Um, really um, black men, men in general, because I was looking around after after I saw myself as like one of the only black men. And I'm like, I don't see a lot of men in here, period. So like black male teachers and like I didn't really see any men there. And I think one of the men in the class pointed that out because he was like, I only see three men in here. I was like, good point. So' I was like I'm definitely putting on myself to do that. So after the class ended, I went ahead and um, slid in another um, entourage on my um, on my phone. By the way, HBO Max um, salute. Uh, I need you to keep doing what you're doing with um, with getting all the WB movies on um, for 30 days. Um, even the ones I don't care about,, um, you know, like in the heights, not that I hate it in the heights, but I'm just not a musical fan. Um there have only been a few musicals that I've actually liked. Um I'm like I liked hairspray, like stuff like that. Like I am just not really big on musicals. It's that they're just kinda not my my lane. That's it's not, it's, it's not my thing. Little shop of horror, stuff like that, that's that's my that's my movie right there. That's that's my joint. But for the most part, uh, HBO Max, keep it going. Uh, I need them to do this thirty day movie thing. You know, just keep it going. But anyway, I decided to bench Entourage because I saw something um, pop up on Google saying that people are really upset that. Entourage wasn't on the HBO Max um, feed. Well, it was on there, but you had to work really hard to find it. And I think the the producer was upset about that or something like that. So I decided to watch it. I'm like, I wonder how it aged. Um, <laughs> Entourage has aged. How do you put it? Okay, I think I got it. Entourage is one of those, like you know what you are getting; it's what you expect, but it has something in it that you don't expect. Um, it's is it, misogynistic. It, it is. They they let the R word go way too much. And, and and they're calling people all types of like the f word and and the they were looking at it now like they were quite a little homophobic at times. Like I'm listening to them like wow, like <laughs> listening to it now. I don't, I don't know if it aged the way that they thought it would and the, the way they treated the ladies a lot of times it was wow it was it i would say it was quite hollywood let's put it like that but what i think a lot of people missed about entourage was the fact that it was it was a story about five guys friendships and really they could have told the story a lot better had they took away a lot of the language and a lot of the sex in the TNA. the story would have worked well without all of that. And I don't think the the producers and the um, I don't think the directors understood that part. The story The story would have worked very well without all of that because at the core, they're telling the story, Of five guys' friendships. The story works well, especially when you get to the core of how they succeed and then they fail and then they succeed and then they fail and then they succeed again. Because that's basically what's happening here. You're watching them crash and burn and then crash and burn and then rise up together that story always plays well you're not going to fail with that I feel like they messed up by basically all of the slurs and all of that It it was really unnecessary to go that hard with all of that it worked for the time period because back then you know, 05, 06, 07, everybody wasn't we weren't watching it that hard. And it's it's so weird to say that like it was so long ago, but it wasn't really that long ago. We're talking we're talking like 14 years ago, like like 13 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. But back then, we weren't watching the language that hard. So you could basically talk like that and nobody really said much, there's no way they would be able to talk like that right now and get away with that. They would have to tone that down a lot (laughs) in order to get that show to fly right now. They really would. Um, R is one of my favorite characters. He would have to tone it down a lot. Uh, There's no way he'd be able to talk to Lloyd the way that he does and get that to fly uh, he, it, it, there's no way and he cared about Lloyd that, that was his boy and you can tell he did like the stuff that he did for Lloyd and the way that he protected Lloyd like the way that he wouldn't let people disrespect Lloyd or like come at his character or come at his homosexuality or anything like that like he wouldn't let people do that to him but he did. So, I mean, it was... it. it the dynamics were weird. Like, just watching the show, I can see why HBO Max would slide that all the way down the queue so people couldn't see it. Like, I could see that now. Like, I get it. I completely get it because because of the language. I mean... <laughs> like, I, I get it. Like, just, just binging it and watching it episode after episode, I'm like... Like some of the language got cringe worthy, just listening to them drop the R word, like repeatedly to each other. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like slow down, Turbo. Like, like watch yourself. You, you can't talk like that. Like you, no, you 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 offended people over here, man. You can't mm mm. watch your mouth? Like <laughs> I mean, overall, I mean I, I can't say that it's a show that I that I hate, but I can say that it's a show that I I wouldn't I wouldn't watch that show with all of the language and then tell people to watch that show like, yeah, man, this this one of my shows. You gotta watch this. I'll be like, look, it's alright that's that's kind of where I was at with it I mean it was just it's just interesting I I will say this It, it is very interesting watching where we are language wise in such a short period of time looking at what where we are like what what we're acceptable with now that language was acceptable such a short period of time ago and now we're listening to it and we're like we don't want to hear that so we'll basically hide this so you can't find it but we're not taking it away because it was an iconic show in hbo's time period it's just really interesting to see that so i don't know it's Kind of what we're doing, kind of what I am doing with my summer, like watching stuff and reflecting on it. <laughs> so, we'll, well, we'll kind of see what's next. We'll see what we what we binge next. Um, and and apparently, we we don't know what what day it is out out here in the neighborhood because we're letting out fireworks and it is not. Chill out. <laughs> and we're gonna go ahead and ride out. Uh, we'll continue season one and a half next week. Uh, but until then, as always, y'all, um, life is good. Peace out. ready for the conversation to end i'm not either make sure to catch me on twitter that's a sensey fan talking leave off the g at the end of it and we can keep the conversation going also don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button so you can catch the next episodes the episodes will drop every tuesday if there's a change in that i'll make sure to let you know appreciate the support as always life is good